This podcast is sponsored by All Steel Insulation. The owner, Les Pitts, can handle all of your insulation needs in any home, business, metal building, and even subfloors. They can lower your monthly power bill as low as 20%. I swear they're the best around. So give them a call at 601-508-7593. You can find them on Facebook at All Seal Insulation. Or you can send them an email, allsealinsulation at gmail.com. Once again, that number is 601-508-7593. Or allsealinsulation at gmail.com. Find them on Facebook. Hey guys, Daryl here. Real quick, I'd like to give a shout out to a couple of our sponsors. Randy Freeman and Samantha McMullen. Sam is also the voice of a couple of our introductions. So we appreciate everything you guys do. And if you want to become a sponsor like these guys and get a free t-shirt as soon as they are available, trust me, we are working on them. Just go to anchor.fm slash generation exile, click the support button, and you can become a sponsor for as low as 99 cents a month. It is that simple. Keep up with our show, just go to our Facebook page, find us at Generation Exile. Should be easy to find. We appreciate everything you do. I support the death penalty. I support the death penalty. We will be prosperous if we embrace free trade. Prosperity from free and fair trade. You are listening to Generation Exile with your hosts, Landis and Daryl. Welcome to Generation X. The defendant will rise and face the jury and hearken to its verdicts. David Wisconsin versus Kyle as to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? We wish the jury pulled. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. And here we are. Another episode of Generation Exile, and let me tell you, this is going to be a good one. Daryl, here we are. We got the verdict of the Kyle Rittenhouse. Shootings, however you want to put it. Self-defense. <laughs> if there was everything to anything to divide the country, here we go again. 
Um, Daryl, how you feel about all this, man? Where you stand? Okay. Um, my biggest, the biggest thing I learned about this whole trial is that um, at first I was really upset with Kyle Rittenhouse because I was just listening to the mainstream points. Um, I thought he was a kid that didn't live there. He just kind of picked up a gun and went over there and, you know, started handling some business. And I'm not saying that um, I disagree with self-defense, but I just thought he was like some little punk kid that, you know, was just trying to show off a little bit. But one thing we've learned is from the trial is all the stuff that the media lied about. Like, for example, his dad lives there. Right. Uh, the gun was at his dad's. And business owners who knew Kyle asked him to go check on their place and go report to them what was going on. And at one of the businesses, they were setting fire to it. So... Everything they've said as far as, like, he didn't have a right to be there. Yeah, he did. He lived there. It was his community, too. And that was one of the funniest parts of the trial is the prosecutor, like, looks at him and asks, um, uh, when you say your, he because he was like, I'm here to protect my community. And he was like, when you say your community, you live in Antioch, Illinois. And he was like, well, my dad lives there. It's like they completely, totally like missed, missed that. You know what I'm saying? And just ran with this fake, this fake story. And, and what's funny is, is on face, even after the trial and after all these videos on Facebook and TikTok, they're still repeating the same shit. Like he's just, he's just some kid that picked up a gun and went somewhere where he didn't belong and started firing at people. Yeah. Alright, so for the folks that's been living under a rock for like the last year or so, let's start at the beginning. Alright, let's see, let's understand why this even started. Alright, so this goes back to a police shooting of a fellow by the name of Jacob Blake, which led to several protests, riots, and everything else that was going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. All right, so it led to a lot of racial unrest. We had the Black Lives Matter movements. This led to addition of street protests, marches, demonstrations, which is all legal. You can do that. But things started getting a little crazy. Where your daily peaceful protest was one thing that at night we started burning down buildings. All right, or these folks started burning down buildings. Um, from what I have researched, there was 37 fires set. 37. $2 million in city-owned property damaged. Up to $50 million of residential property damaged. Alright? Now, the shooting of Jacob Blake's one thing. And the outcry to that's one thing. But if we're going to focus on Kyle Rittenhouse... And what happened there? All right, so I keep hearing a lot of, well, why was he there to begin with? He had no business being there. Okay, that's one way to look at it. Why are all these other people out there? They obviously had no business being there. All I keep hearing it is, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if that? 
the what ifs doesn't matter because they don't exist. What matters is what happened. And what happened was, it's people lost their freaking minds and started going crazy. They were above the law. The law couldn't contain them. The National Guard was called in. People are still destroying shit. He was there to help, like you said, to put a stop to it. Some folks call that mental justice. That's one way to look at it. That's another thing some folks call patriotism. Alright, so I'm trying to decide my words very carefully on this because there's a select group of people in this world that will take anything you say and twist it around for you real good to make you sound like, oh, you're the devil or worse than. Okay. Like the lady of the guy, uh, this fellow that was shot, the skateboard guy. You got, uh, his old lady in some of our clips that you're going to listen to. She's not happy. She has nobody to go home to. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. This is what people forget. If you weren't trying to bash his head in on a skateboard, he wouldn't have got shot. Yeah, he's he he's the only one that's the weird one because he thought in his mind that he was stopping an active shooter, but that's what he gets to an extent too, right? Because like the same thing you could say about Kyle is as well, Anthony, mind your business. Or, you know, if you're going to go try to be a man and go handle it, you know, I mean, in this case, I'm sorry he was wrong. And he tried to hit the dude with a skateboard. Now, if you don't think that a skateboard is going to, like, crush <laughs> your skull, then I invite you to let my friend Clint Baker hit you upside the head with a skateboard because he'll probably smash your skull in. That's not anything to take lightly. And he turned around and he shot him in the chest. You know, I mean... It's nothing to play with. I mean, here's the thing. He was defending himself. He was. You can sit here and rant and cry all you want. Why was he there? He shouldn't have been there. It's not his place to, to protect stuff that's not his. If you take away the shooting, okay, if you take away the shooting, if you take away Kyle Rittenhouse, what we have is a bunch of damn people burning cities down and destroying millions of dollars of property that belonged to people that had nothing to do with why they were upset. All right? Somebody needed to put a stop to it. Whether it's a 17-year-old boy, the National Guard, the President of the United States, whoever. Fact is... This man was attacked, or this kid was attacked. There's video footage of this kid running from everybody and people chasing this man down to do him harm. And for them, all right, so my favorite is the guy who pulled a pistol out, pointed it at his face, and then got shot in the arm, had the nerve to sit there on the stand and sit there and say, I never had any intentions on, on, on killing him or hurting him. Uh, then why are you after him? Why are you pointing a gun at him? And it wasn't until the kid was on his back with a gun pointed and they shot that son of a bitch. Yeah, you know, Kyle doesn't know that. And that dude had, you know, if that dude was a murderer, 
he could have shot Kyle. Um, he had millions of opportunities to kill Kyle. And Kyle still didn't shoot him, shoot at him directly at first. That video right there should tell you everything. He kept walking toward him with a gun pointed at him. You know, they, they want to rant and rave about, okay, well, why did Kyle have a gun? Why did the convicted felon have a gun? But we're not going to worry about that, are we? Because that doesn't fit the agenda. That doesn't fit the narrative or what us, uh, what we're trying to put across mainstream media. Well, I don't want to say anything offensive either, but that point right there is ridiculous because let's not act like those aren't the type of people who jump you and beat the shit out of you. They're already burning down buildings. Right. They punch at cops and stuff like that. They're not scared of Kyle Rittenhouse. They're not scared of me. They're not even scared of a bigger dude like you, Landis, when there's 10 of them kicking at you, hitting at you with baseball bats and pipes. I mean, let's not pretend that that doesn't happen. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Why did he have a gun? I don't know. Skateboard <laughs> to the back of the skull? It blows my mind how so many people in this country think that justice wasn't served. I think for a change, it was actually served and it had proven that a person can protect themselves and not fear repercussion because I'm sorry, but if that was me and I had a mob of people coming after my big ass, it would have been way more than two dead. I'm just going to tell you right now, I wouldn't have turned and ran. I would have emptied a clip on three three quarters of the crowd. I'm sorry, but that's just me. You notice you're not going to have these freaking riots and burnings of buildings down here in the South. Not because we're a bunch of racists, because we're not going to put up with that shit. We work hard for what we got. We're a community. We take pride of where we live. All right. If I don't agree with something, then I'm going to have to handle that. That's between me and whatever the issue is. I'm not fixing to start burning down buildings and, you know, destroying property. I mean, these are, you can sit here and say, well, insurance is going to cover that. Insurance don't always cover that. Yes, I'm sorry, but it don't. And it's a nightmare to even file a claim. It's very sad what happened to these people. It should have never happened to begin with. And they can sit there and say, yeah, you're damn right. It should have never happened. You should have never shot them. But here's the thing. You should have never been down there burning buildings. You should have never been down there destroying property. You should have never been down there acting an ass. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Plain and simple. You know, and the left wing, the extreme left, you know, this is a field day for them. You know, because they can spin whatever narrative they want. They can throw racial injustice out there. They can use that as a flashpoint of uh, debate over gun rights. You know, we could go on and on with how this is going to go. Their main goal is to put a divide in this country, and they've been doing it for years. And this is just another wedge in the in, in the crack right here. We're going to use this right here to divide this country even more. As long as we got mainstream media, we'll never have a, a complete country. We'll never be unified because of dumb shit like this. I- that's why I'll never under like understand the racial stuff and things because what she says is absolutely true. Like the media keeps us, it's them. Like it's it's amazing to me 
that 9 out of 10 Americans believe the pharmaceutical conspiracy, but they don't believe the division conspiracy. Like, it is 2021, can't we just be over this, over this stuff now? And like, I, I know that there are certain things that happen on both sides that, that, that are unfair. Like, um, you know, George Floyd. I know a lot of people get upset about George Floyd, but I'm just going to be honest there. Like, um, you know, if you, I've, I've asked a couple of friends this, I'll ask you, Landis, if you and me were there and we were sent there to detain and bring back George Floyd, I think we would have done it without killing him. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being honest about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, there, there, there are certain things, there are certain things that are weird, but like for most of it, like it's just, it's people repeating things and saying things that aren't true to just keep us pissed off at each other. You know, what gets me is, uh, like I said, I've, I've debated or listened to several people, you know, today talk about this. Why was he there? It's not his place to be there. What gives him the right? And you know what? You know what gives him the right to be there, to do this? Integrity. Morals. And really, really think about what I'm saying when I say integrity and morals. Integrity, definition of that is are you doing the right thing when nobody's looking? You got cities being burned down. That's definitely not right. And all you're trying to do is just protect what little bit you can protect. Because you are standing up against the mob. The crowd. Alright? You're not following the dark sheep over here that are doing the evil things that they're doing that they they feel is justified through anger. Alright? Somebody needed to do something. Now, he didn't go out there and just start hammering folks down with his damn gun. No, he brought a gun to show that, hey, I ain't the one to mess with. And what do these idiots do? They go after him. They try to hurt him. They they strike him with damn, a damn skateboard. I mean, come on, man. You are really trying to hurt this kid, and then you get mad because you get shot or killed. You're like, why did he shoot and kill us? Well, why are you beating him with a fucking skateboard? Why are you pointing a gun in his face? Why are you burning these bills down? Because you're upset? That's like... A modern-day two-year-old having a fit with no consequences on an adult level. It makes zero sense. Zero sense. You know, the whole thing is, the whole thing is just crazy. I, I hope that all these people, like, they, they really need to go watch the trial. And I know it can be long and boring. Just fast-forward through certain spots uh, uh, watch 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 the videos don't watch the videos on youtube they're all <laughs> they're all edited and chopped up and and watch, go, go watch that three hour court video and watch the video they show you in the courthouse because that it, it, things are completely different all right so for the way you talking about things are edited to to lean a certain way or persuade somebody to go a certain way Alright, so here's some fun facts from the, from the case. Alright, this is what the media claimed. They claimed that Rittenhouse crossed state lines with his gun to go to Kenosha protest. 
During the testimony and trial, it was found out that the gun was kept in Kenosha. He did not take it across state lines. All right, the media claims, well, Rittenhouse has few slash no ties to Kenosha. Well, let's find out Rittenhouse was a lifeguard in Kenosha at the time, and his father lived there. Media also claims Rittenhouse was an outsider and didn't understand law enforcement. <laughs> Let's not forget the prosecutor who's waving the gun around with his finger on the trigger in the courtroom. Right. <laughs> right. He definitely doesn't understand gun control. But anyways, during the trial, it was brought up during the testimony that he was a police explorer for the Grays Lake Police Department. He was a cadet with the Antioch Fire Department and a certified lifeguard. Okay. It gets better. Rittenhouse, the media claims Rittenhouse shot people as he ran away. And then in the testimony, prosecution witness confirms Rittenhouse only shot when a pistol was pointed at his face. You know, like I said earlier, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. None of this should have ever happened. None of these shootings. He wouldn't have been there if people weren't burning down buildings and nothing was getting done about it. I mean, it's, this shit was incited. And let's go back to the politicians. Let's go back to the politicians that told these people to go out in the streets and riot, to not put up with this or not stand for that. There is one way to have a demonstration. There is one way to protest, but you can do it without destroying everything people has worked for. There's got to be a better way, and there is a better way. And this was a prime example of the worst way it could have ever happened and went down. Another tarnish, another scar on America's history of a bunch of people that can't get their shit together or know how to act right. You know, I really thought deep down inside this poor kid was going to get crucified, that they were going to make an example out of him. Like this kid was going to serve like seven life sentences or something when this was all said done. And then probably top it off with an electric chair when he's like 80. Like, I really thought they were going to just eat him alive. But to see him walk away against all charges, one, blew my mind. But two, it also gave me a, just a dash of hope for our country. Because it let me know that there is a chance that, you know, okay, let me put it this way. I had a guy today at work tell me, well, if I break in your house and you shoot me, then you should go to jail. Well, I was like, what? Hold up. You say you're going to break in my house, and if I shoot you, wound you, kill you, whatever, I'm the one in fault? I don't know what crack rock you're smoking, my friend, but you need to put it down. No. I told him, I said, you break in my house. I said, I ain't calling the cops. I'm calling the coroner because your ass is good as dead. I put two in the chest and one in the head. Where where do people get brainwashed into this? Number two, I'm glad you said you should, because in the state of Mississippi, no, you will not go to jail, Landis. <laughs> it is called justifiable homicide. You know, it's a damn shame that people are afraid to take care of their property, their lives, in the fear that... Oh, well, I'll go to jail for it. My freedom will be taken away because I had to stand up for either myself or my family or my property from somebody else doing harm to it. 
I'm supposed to just sit there and let them burn my house down, burn my business down, assault me. I'm supposed to just take that and be okay with it. I promise you, if the shoe is on the other foot, let me get mad about something. Let me go burn your house down. Let me burn your businesses down. Let me hit you with a skateboard. Hmm. How's that going to go over? I would think not too good. No, it ain't going to go over well at all. You're going to go to prison for one. This is the most damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And it all goes back to the beginning. None of this should have ever happened. None of it. No. This all could have been avoided if people would have acted like adults. And, you know, you got some folks who be like, well, they all would have been avoided if they would have shot Jacob Blake. Okay. If you want to go back to the Jacob Blake shooting, I totally agree. Them cops screwed up. All right, so a little background. Jacob Blake was an African-American man who was shot four times in the back during arrest by a police officer. Rustin Shisky, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, <laughs> over complaints of domestic violence by Blake. The incident occurred in Kenosha on August 23rd of 2020. As police officers were attempting to arrest Blake, Blake was unsuccessfully tasered. He was shot after he opened the door to an SUV he had been using and reached into the vehicle. He survived, but is paralyzed from the waist down. He was initially handcuffed to the hospital bed. Deputies were posted in his room, but the handcuffs and deputies were later removed and a warrant for his arrest was vacated by Blake paid a bond. Okay. All this happened over some cops shooting what seemed to be an unarmed black man. Plain and simple. Is it right or is it wrong? It's definitely wrong. But here's the thing. That's that problem. That problem should be addressed. Okay? The racial injustice in this country is an ongoing issue, and unfortunately it probably will keep being an issue until we breed it out. But like I said, this shit should have never happened. I understand people were mad. People were angry. But at some point in your life, you got to act like a damn adult. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we got for this time. Hopefully, until next time, we'll see you again. As long as you don't try to hit me with a fucking skateboard. <laughs> I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. Holla. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Please go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Click on the support button. Become a sponsor today. Help us support the podcast. Trust me, every little bit helps. You'll get a shout-out on our show. If you'd like to have a commercial on our show, please click message or email us at generationexiled at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Make sure you like and share the page. That's at Generation Exiled. See you guys next time.